listeners, I am your host, Erica Salder, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This is a whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. And artists, I'm going to say. And all those people and businesses that support those teen athletes. Yes. You like how I said uh, and artists. And artists. Yeah, we're, we're going to expand. I'm not going to go out and buy the URL or whatever like that, but I'm going to say artists. And the reason why I'm going to say that, because look, guess who we have in the house today? So. We have so expanding. Art is in the house. We're going to say artists right. from now on. From now on, we're going <laughs> to throw that go. in there. Hey, I'm curious, yeah. uh, Saul, yes. because she's a painter, mm-hmm. what kind of paint will adhere to glass? Is there a particular particular type of paint or can you really paint glass the reason I ask that is because maybe you could create some incredible thing out of glass and then she could go nuts on it with the paint <laughs> that's glass that's and art well there is He's there is powder. a lot of paint yeah there is a lot of paints but that's only if you're gonna do it when it's cold right. usually you want to do it Hot. So when it stays it's, there forever. Right, right, right. So there's a way of doing it, um, but it's a special. It's right. actually glass. What you use, it's I like see. powder. You you kind of make mix it like paint. Right. So you paint whatever you're gonna do, but then you gotta bring it up to temperature again. So it fuses to gotcha. to the glass, okay. and yeah. it's well, his wife is, is a for, great artist that as means well. That oh, she's she gonna have to open yeah. up became, a side studio yeah. next to your uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, no, you should see Gina. <laughs> Gina rocks. Oh my God, she you really? know yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, it's she's incredible. Crazy. I was gone. Uh, it's uh, has it been like two months. Yeah. About two months ago, I took a trip to Mexico. <laughs> I went by myself, so I was gone for about a week, and then um, when I came back, she. She became an artist. I never saw that in her. I mean, like amazing paintings, and and she's people are loving it. She's having more than anything. She's having fun. Exactly. I think you know it's kind of relax. It's relaxing for her. And by the way, we do have another artist in the studio. In the studio today. Okay. Lisa Black. (coughs) Let me tell you something. An esthetician is an artist. Definitely. (laughs) I guarantee you. Yep. She, she, she slaps works. on that cream. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Customizing skin treatments. And she pulls out that, that, yeah. that bucket of putty with the spackle knife That's to it. shape your face. <laughs> just a, she's a sculptor. <laughs> she's a sculptress. That's sculptress. <laughs> Lisa Black is house. Right. Right. Hey, awesome. What's your back. address? Uh, 1329 Salon and Spa. Nice. Uh, downtown Santa Barbara. I love State it. State Street. Right. Yes, yeah, State Street. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's right across. And then you can get, grab yourself a burrito right across the street. From, From Carlitos. Carlitos. Yep. Yep. They're not even paying us to advertise. Yeah. We just love Santa we'll Barbara. We'll send them in. Yeah. We'll send them in. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Barbara. <laughs> and we love our commercials. And I'm telling you, put your hands up. We got a nice commercial going off today. Okay, that's, good. that's Actually, your commercial. Exciting. We have two that are Can't coming, up, coming up. Yeah. One is uh, geared towards the gift giver. Nice. And the other one is geared towards the class taker. Okay. Okay. Oh, Not like glass that. taker. Yeah. Class. Class. Oh, I was going to say glass. We can stole some glass. That's nice. You can take some glass too. It's okay. You know, when I was a kid, I lived out in Claremont. I used to go to the Griswold Marketplace, and there was a glass blower there. And as a kid, I used to just sit there and stare at the glass blowing for hours. And there was this fence, you know, in between the 
patrons and watching the artists. And it was like this impenetrable thing. You would never never get beyond, you would never get invited into the studio. You're just someone who buys it. And with your studio, everyone is invited in. And for those that are ready, you teach a class. Definitely. You know how many kids we get in there? They don't want to leave. Kids Mm -hmm. are really good at the studio. I mean, they're like, it's such a magical thing for them. And the most beautiful thing is, just think about years from now, you know, like what happened to you. They'll never forget. And I let, you know, I let the kids kind of at least pull the glass here and there and... You know, make a little bird, a little fish for them. and Well, it, 10 it's years, such a, such I, I don't know, thing. nine or 10 years in a row now, St. Rayfield's, I know that Joni always has a little <clears throat> survey at the end of the year for the best field trip. And I don't think you bought, I don't think you, I think you came in second this last year because I think they went to, um, you only came in second to their uh, trip to Washington, D.C. Wow. Okay, outside of that, you've won every single year. I just want you to know how, really? how good your uh, glass blowing classes have been. Wow. And what they met to St. Rayfield. So thank you. That's we so amazing. love you very thank much you. because yeah, every yeah, year you donate do. every yeah. year you donate those glass blowing um classes to St. Rayfield's and we really, really appreciate that because well, it's beautiful. This is my objects. community. Really nice. That's, you know, really nice. My community do the same for us. So yeah. I'm there for, for them. My first exposure to glass blowing, unfortunately, was not you. <laughs> but when my wife and I went to Ireland uh-huh. for the first time, we went to the Waterford Glass factory, factory, yeah. Oh, and we watched yeah. them work with the clear. It's all yes, clear yeah. glass, the crystal. crystal glass, crystal glass, yeah. And they showed us, of course, the the the, the replica or actually one of the balls that they dropped mm-hmm. from uh, Times Square on New Year's Eve. Wow! But they had a beautiful piece that they kept, and they they show this to every group that comes through there. And the piece is called Monday Morning. Mm-hmm. Now, what it is, it's a crystal pitcher for water or whatever you want to put in it, right? Mm -hmm. Right. With a handle and a spout. Okay. The reason it's called Monday morning is because the handle is on the same side as the spout. Okay. Mm -hmm. So obviously, somebody had a little too much to drink the night before and put the handle on the wrong side. But it worked out perfectly. It was was incredible to watch. And the same kind of thing that you were describing about the barrier, as it were. Yeah. There's a line that you don't cross. But, But... you watch the greatest just design. creating and they move. <laughs> you move yeah. so fluidly when yeah. you're working with the glass. Because, mm-hmm. again, you've been doing it for, what, almost 30 years? 30 years, yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's going to be 30 incredible. years now. Yeah. And wow. you're working with that molten stuff. And I know a lot of people, mm-hmm. they get a little, little, yeah, a little nervous, nervous but because... Yeah, but it's, it's, it's part of it. But I try to keep everybody calm. <laughs> How long are those blowing tubes, by the way? How long? They are, they're about seven feet. Seven feet. So yeah. it's a good long way away. Yeah. And, they, and, and then we use special rods. Uh, mm-hmm. They're stainless steel, so they don't transfer the heat. I they see. only transfer the heat. You know, about a foot yeah. from the end, so yeah. you you got about six feet. And then you have the different tools that you can use mm-hmm. while you're yeah, rolling definitely. It. We got Which he made. we he have made all mo- tools. most of my tools yeah. are very interesting. They people think they're torture devices. <laughs> 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 they look so interesting, but I can make beautiful things with them. <laughs> yeah, you look at the tools, you don't know what they are, but I can. I, I know Which how to use them. Which you made. Them. You made most of those tools. Right. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of, you know, a, a lot of the places where they sell tools, they don't even know what you're talking about. So so I make whatever works for me because mm-hmm. I do all the metal work too. So You know, it, it's interesting yeah, with uh, metal crafting, wrought iron yeah. metal crafting, which I know you do a little bit of that as well. Yeah, we're doing more um, of that now. And also carpentry where you're making your own uh, uh, furniture and so forth. There are a lot of tools yeah. no longer accessible right. that you we all consider and 
antiques mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. people who are really into the trades they make their own of tools you have to. and then they pass them on to the yeah. person who has the same love and the yeah. same passion yeah. that's what makes sports and art so in the same family in the same bucket right. it's a passionate <laughs> endeavor definitely yes well it teaches well. you so much number one I think you, I really do believe you. it's more and more science is getting behind it because you do you, you are mapping and your brain is constantly working and one is time management number two it's confidence I mean because you are you have to lay out a plan definitely. okay yes. and the time that you have to the component of time that you have to put into it and you are I mean you you, can you, you get so excited and the passion oh, yeah. that you, that's coming out of it I mean it, it's such a confidence Builder. And the you third know? thing definitely, is uh, yes. self-expression. Uh, definitely self-expression. Yep. You know, when you get to pour your heart out, you, it's love. Yeah, I mean, it is it. really expanding mm-hmm. your love, your the platform of love. Because that's when you get is. to put yourself into something else, yeah. well, you, you know, you understand now. I now get it. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, for me, I mean, incredible. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just it's had beautiful. so much inside that just obviously thing. needed to come. And that my last, my next thing is, it's called out. I definitely needed to, <laughs> needed to come out. That's the name of the That's piece. Awesome. It's called Out. <laughs> so it's like I buried out in all different forms. It's just like, oh, can you see it? No, you can't because I put it in there. And even those so. elements you just described for an artist, I think, still apply even to what you do, Lisa, really? as an esthetician. <laughs> oh, it is. It's true. passion, too. And, <laughs> and there is a yeah. certain element of creativity, if you will. Yes. I, you know, yeah. I mean, you don't just slather on whatever it is and you leave it. Uh, technique. You, you're doing a massage. You're doing an application in a certain way mm-hmm. that it, 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 so to speak, sinks in right. and, and makes a difference, which, just with art, yeah. influences that person and the people that they come in contact right. with. Well, definitely. When she sits down, and I, you know, you get, you you get a little bit reserved because you try so you try so hard. I mean, I you know you need to take care of your skin. Mm-hmm. Okay, duh. Yeah. Okay, so you try, and you want to support the community. So I can't yeah. tell you. I mean, Dominique, since uh, we've been hanging, I don't know. We probably went to. Uh, because people want to get to know you if you if you connect with other people in the community. So it's, oh, you know, That's come to me, come to me. Absolutely. Yep. So I don't know how many times people have offered me services. And, I, of course, you don't want to say, oh, no, it's okay. So I try to support as many people as I can in the community. So I probably have gone to, I don't know, two or three a year. And it's like, oh, that's great, thank you. And you know, I don't, it's not about, you know, getting something complimentary, because I'll always, you know, I don't, complimentary is great, but whatever. So I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm burning, I'm burning, just a little bit. Burning, burning, burning. So what, what, why I really enjoyed Lisa, you know, before we go to break is because, I mean, she had me at, today I just want to get to know your skin. That is so adorable. <laughs> that was the most adorable thing ever. Yeah. yeah. I just want to yeah. get to know your skin. That's adorable. Who says that? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, high skin. Hi. <laughs> Who says that? Right? Did she, did she say that to you too? I was absolutely. Did she say absolutely. That? Was it just me? Gives you a level of confidence. Yes. It's yes. similar in golf to addressing yes. the ball. Hello, ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, that's cute. And I didn't like, I had no, I know she put on my face because she put a lot of stuff on my face, but no. No tingle, none. Heat, none. Nothing. It's like, and I, I she said she was going to go mild, but everybody says they're going to go mild because I always go through the same thing. I'm very RH negative blood. Just telling you, I don't know how we got here. <laughs> That's a whole nother discussion. Okay. But I'm very sensitive. And it's just, I don't know how many times I got to say that. It's like, you know, 
Okay, we got to go now. So we're going to listen to some really new commercials. Mm -hmm. And again, I just got to let hats off to Dr. D real fast. (laughs) All All our commercials are community. It's Mm -hmm. for the community. And there is no um, better community than Santa Barbara. So let's stay tuned for some new commercials. Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen, will be back with a lot more after these messages. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every, every single Tuesday. So it was funny as anything. So we're on, how do, how do I say? The SoundCloud? Yeah. I, I always say the Facebook. I, I'm so bad at Teen all Sports that. Whole, Teen Sports Radio is now on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Ooh, yeah. So, because mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I just, in my own little world, I'm not in I'm in Erica land, right? So the SoundCloud, and I didn't even know what that was, but of course, Dr. D keeps us all, because he's the producer. So, so he podcasts are kind so of the new, cool, hip thing to do. Them. Yeah. Well, I call them archives, but in yeah. fact, podcast is a podcast. A yeah. rose is a rose yeah. by well, the other Dominic, yeah. you're the hippest <laughs> one with, along with Dr. D. You keep us up. <laughs> Wherever. <laughs> <laughs> I try to keep up. Yeah. Uh, so SoundCloud is a platform right. for um So can uploading. I interrupt you because I just did? Yeah. I, cause, because I know she's kept up. So I bought her for Christmas. What I get you? Those wireless things. Oh. Yes. Ooh. They're totally cool. Yes. She got they? me the wireless earbuds. Okay. See? I yeah. don't know if that. Like I don't even yeah, know. Apple. Apple. The, the wireless. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Really like cool. Uh, the thing that I like about them is they have sound counseling so that the outside noise doesn't come in. Mm. Oh, uh, nice. So, yeah. yeah but the cool. difficulty is... Once you put them on, you're really in your own world because someone else is going to start talking to you and you can't hear them. And they don't know that you have earbuds in because they don't see any, any, you know, wires hanging out. So (laughs) I always need to get a hat that says, I'm in a meeting. A meeting of one. I like that. That's good. That's awesome. Some of those. See? From work. So anyway, back to SoundCloud. The SoundCloud's really cool uh, because of Dr. D. Thank you, Dr. D, for, for uploading that. But the nice thing is it's a beautiful platform form for being able to uh, yes you archive your past shows but a lot of people are taking the time rather than um being able to schedule a moment when you're listening to the radio, you can now schedule your podcast so you can catch those radio shows that you might have missed because you were at work or something. Nice. So that's, thank you for that, you're Dr. Welcome. D. So, I mean, even even on the local level, I remember when we I went to go visit you and I was talking to you about something and all of a sudden a guy, random, comes into the shop and uh, wanted to participate and ask if it was okay to do a walk-in and he got that just because, that. yeah, just because because we would talk about your commercials and how right. I wanted to, hey, we need to like freshen up your commercial a little bit. And he, and yeah. he wanted to know, hey, is this the, the glass blowing place? He yeah. goes, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I just heard about that's you on the radio. And I'm I like, that's what I'm talking about. So they're listening, right? That's right. That's good. You know, it might be a nice thing, thing, Erica, on SoundCloud, we could host uh, Soul's art commercial on SoundCloud for Teen Sports Radio. We could put it up there. Well, that's <laughs> we need to talk about that, Doctor D. <laughs> well, we, got, we got the right guy, uh, you know. And and of course, you can also go to your stats. The, there's a, a tab for stats. I went to mine today. Now I've been on SoundCloud since January of 2018. Oh, and uh, I have had 
the number of listens, not interviews listened to or, or podcasts listened to, but just the number of listens. Some of them got over 100 and so forth. 4,500 in less than 13 months. I, well, I don't know if that's a lot. I just did a quick math thing here. 345 a month. Well. Okay. Uh, some people are listening to... Uh, some some interviews are getting listened to up to 150, 160 times. And, you know, again, it doesn't really matter, but it's just kind of neat to be able to see that. And by the way, the player, if you set up a playlist and then you can export that as well, it gives you over to the right-hand side how many times that's been listened to. And it's <coughs> so like fun. instant, instant so stats. Yeah, it really is. And, 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 and I lo- that, to me, is better than any like on Facebook. Right. Well, you it's know? true. Because it shows mm-hmm. that they actually listened to something. Exactly. Or yes. participating with the information that you were offering. There, there you go. I like that better. Wow. Yeah. That's very See, good. That's really yeah. nice. That's very well put there, oh. Dominique. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. You can get a, get a job as a spokesperson. <laughs> yeah. Speaking Thank of you. spokesperson, speaking uh, of spokesperson. I, I heard a little bird told me I, that... Uh, I had an opportunity to speak to the Qantas Club. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Kiwanis. 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 Kiwanis Club. Kiwanis. Hello. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I spoke about Braille and about the history of Braille. and That's with another one out. of our co-hosts. Yes. Angela Miller-Bevin. Yes. Hello, Angela. Thank you for the invite. Wow. Yes. Oh, She's awesome. It was awesome. really fun. So, so, do you know who uh, in history is responsible for the impulse that created Braille? No, not a clue. Mm-hmm. I should know. Do I get something if we if I Google it right now? I'll get a blenders and a facial and a free glass you're, blower. You ready? You ready? <laughs> this is very interesting. <clears throat> okay, what? Napoleon. Wow. No. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I got a chicken so, named after him. Napoleon engaged one of his officers, Charles Barbar, uh, a Frenchman, to figure out how to make it possible for the soldiers to send messages to each other at night that they could read at night without a light. Wow. He wanted to make his military uh, orders pass through more quickly and more efficiently without light so that, you know, they wouldn't be seen and, and captured or shot at. And they, the gentleman started with 12 dots, and he created a system with 12 dots. The problem was it just didn't work very well. So Charles went to the Royal Institute for the Blind, and he met a young teenager, 15-year-old teenager, Louis Braille, and Lewis Braille worked with him, and Lewis came up with a six-dot system huh. because the pad of your finger can read six dots at a time. And wow. so Lewis Braille, in 1824, as a 15-year-old, came up with the Braille system that we are using today. And it was literally <coughs> called night writing. And it began to be known as Braille because of this 15-year-old teenager. That's and incredible. he had had a childhood accident, which rendered him blind. So that's why wow. he was trying to figure this out. So uh, it, it's so fascinating how many inventions come out of our kids, our that's teens. Yeah. You know, Smart. we really need to invest time and support the education of our teens. That's why we need to call it teen sports and art. Teen sports and art. Radio. Radio. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's so incredible. So arts and sports have a lasting effect on our community because it affects our culture and it affects our history. That's right. So it, they're both interwoven on how we participate as a society. Mm. 
Yeah. Oh, so that's what you spoke about then. <clears throat> that's what I spoke about. And awesome. I asked people questions like, for example, do you know how many people in the United States become blind or legally blind every year? Let me guess. 75,000. Oh, you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard you talking Seven, to your mom. Five thousand. Wow. Uh, I had to own that. Amazing. And so how many people do you think can read Braille right now? I have no idea. I, in, I missed in that. 19, I, I went to go get coffee. Yeah. Did I ask you if you wanted tea last night? <laughs> <laughs> in 1960, 50% of legally blind people could read Braille because of the efforts of sighted people to teach Braille. Right. A change occurred... And by 1973, we started insisting on all legally blind children to be schooled and matriculate with regular school kids in our regular schools. At this point in time, only 8.6% of legally blind people can read Braille. Wow. And so that means that (coughs) they don't have the luxury of sitting down with a book under a tree. So it's really important that sighted people support learning Braille. You know, that was never a suggestion made to me as a kid growing up, because I was legally blind as a kid growing up. I had large print books, so maybe that was the reason why, because I could read the large print or read regular print with magnifying glass. Um, I don't know. I might have made a, I don't know how much of a difference that would have made if I had had learned Braille. So what I do for my students who do still have options. Exactly. What I do for my students who do still have vision, but only for large print, Mm -hmm. I print large underneath the braille to make it faster for them to read the braille because as they're training their fingers they will get to the point where their fingers can read as fast as we read words Mm -hmm. i was i am amazed i've watched people uh (coughs) when i used to spend time out at the blind center in arizona in phoenix watch people reading books and magazines and the the speed Uh at which they're going through and they flip the page and they get to the next side and it's just it is amazing Amazing. but but when you think about it when we read the code that's printed on the page because that's what it is it's a code <coughs> we can there are some people that can read so fluidly and they're going through and they're going through and then of course then you have the speed readers yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. so anyway incredible stuff yeah mm-hmm. that's it's amazing great job there Dom. yeah it was really fun awesome cool. we'll take a little break okay? and, and what a wonderful community yeah. wonderful yep. people thank you Kiwanis definitely yep. big supporters of our youth in Santa Barbara let's take a little break it's Erica Salda the queen of teen we'll be back with a lot more after these messages And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salder, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Dominique, where else can you find us? Ooh, Facebook, the internet, uh, the radio show on Tuesdays, 9 a.m. and 11 p.m. And on uh, Sundays at 6 p.m. What a great hour. Mm-hmm. And Mondays at 3 a.m. when you're getting that pizza pie. <laughs> Not to mention the podcasts that are everywhere. And the SoundCloud, Teen yep. Sports Radio, yep. SoundCloud. 
So let's talk about the books, though, as far as library books. Yeah. Um, so, so, like, if I were to Google map, you know, where is the biggest library of Braille books, where would that be? Uh, in Santa Barbara County, currently, it is Eric Asalda's garage. <laughs> <laughs> 463 Los Feliz. Is that where it would be? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, that's the, funny. the books that we funny. have were printed during, uh, between, and let's see, we have books that were printed between 1950 and, like, 1994. Wow. And most of the books are about philosophy and religion and and uh, philosophical subjects. Not necessarily what people are interested in reading right now, although we do have some classics. You know, um, I, even at uh, Summer of Braille, someone donated Wizard of Oz and the Jungle Book. But those aren't. I mean, if you're, yeah, their favorite. My but, favorite. But if you're, um, if you're a, a native of the Spanish language and they're written in English, it doesn't speak to you the same way. Mm-hmm. So our goal is to start creating some books that are dual vision books, so that children and adults can read them together. But they'll have the braille along with with pictures, and we want to produce them in Spanish first because right now that's the largest adult population that is coming to the Santa Barbara Braille Institute asking to learn to read. So the Theosophical Book Association for the Blind is revving up to get the right technology that we need to create dual vision books. Fantastic. Incredible. Very excited. So the goal would probably be what, this summer? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep, yep. Nice. Just yeah. figuring it all out. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for you. Yes. And uh, I think I know the answer to it, but I'm asking you. How in in what position do you store braille books? Uh, you in a large them. box in my garage. <laughs> you store <laughs> them kidding. standing up, and the reason for that, like like a, a book in the library, you store them standing right. up because they are embossed, and so mm-hmm. essentially it's a raised dot on a thick piece of paper. And I have to explain to the students when they're learning to read not to use their fingernail because then they're going to make their word disappear. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yes. So you store real books uh, um, sitting up uh, so that their spine is facing you. It's and amazing putting one on your lap. They're huge. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. they're it, just it huge. It takes about two to three pages of Braille to mm-hmm. match one page of text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's using uh, grade two contracted Braille in English. So basically, one page to at least three pages if you're using uncontracted. Max wife, who was totally blind, used to get a regular monthly subscription of a magazine. And yes. it was in totally in Braille. Yes. We and used it was to like produce a pillow. it. When it came yes. to the envelope, uh-huh. it was like a pillow. So yep. you had to be very careful. And of course, it said, do not crush. Right. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yep. have to be really careful. And um, for those presses that produce Braille materials, you can mail it for free. The United mm-hmm. States uh, gives permission That's for right. nonprofits mm-hmm. to mail uh, blind materials to blind people for free. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you mail up uh, John John Starbucks card since you got him a Starbucks? <laughs> no, she got him a Braille Starbucks card as a yeah. As so a, yeah. I went oh, to wow. Braille and one of their gift cards. It if you uh, if you know Braille and you read it with your finger, it says Starbucks. Oh, how cool! Yeah. It was real. I was I gotta say Starbucks. Bang! That yeah. was that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it was really cute. So because I said because yeah. it was a kind of John had, did real well this last week, so she wanted to give him a yo, a you know, hat, you know, hey yo, good I job, love card. Yeah, yeah, love, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. So and anywhere that we can incorporate 
um, those of our community that have various disabilities, it's really important. Learn sign language, learn Braille, incorporate other ways for people to access what it is that you have to teach. My wish has always been when when I got involved with this with Dominique, because the first time I put a Braille book in my hand, being so scattered, you know, ADHD, da da da. When you put, and you would like this Tell too. When you uh, seriously stop, okay, <laughs> put Tell this. I know. Put this. Put a Braille oh book God. in your hand, uh-huh. uh, put in your lap, and then just feel the dots, and then close your eyes. Honestly, feel, honestly, I, it'll calm you down. It's and really what, fun. It I is have to fun. Tell you, you and try to figure it out. In, it, it, the it, it relaxes you. Yeah, it's it very does. satisfying. And I was saying to, to Dominique, I said, honestly, breakthrough, because being an adult and now living as long, you know, being 57 years old, and I said to her, you know, having, if being so blessed, if either one of my sons have children, no way, I don't care what it costs, because, I mean, thankfully, hopefully, being able to, um, whatever, homeschool or whatever, right. no way, our grandkid will learn cursive. Why would they not learn cursive? Yeah. yeah. You know, and exactly. not be able to read the Declaration of Independence. There okay, let's go. not go there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> why not learn sign? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Why not learn Braille? Yeah. Learn everything because sure. it's mind mapping. Exactly. And then and also then learn Spanish so too. Learn Spanish, yeah. but all in kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. Like learn this now because if you can't grab a letter like I could not, Okay, so then the, maybe I can grab sighted Braille. So you can learn, because it's a code. Yeah, that's all so it is. Because if, if I can learn, right, so if I can learn wow. sighted Braille because I can't read a letter, because my brain, my little, you know, golden retriever cannot get that letter. So, mm-hmm. so it can't visually, find the letter. Right, visually. <laughs> but it can see a dot. But tactily, yeah. your yeah. fingers getting involved with right. the tactile mm-hmm. learning. Exactly. It, it makes exactly. your brain function Exactly. Better. See, I can't <laughs> say the word. Exactly. <laughs> but if you put dots in front of me, I get those dots. Yeah. There you go. And see, see, I get dominoes. People. I could write, write, write. I mean, playing dominoes as a kid, I got that. Yeah. yeah, I did. I get the dominoes. That's tactile. Yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. You know, we talked, uh, uh, I think, a couple of programs ago about the Perkins Brailler. Yes. But I was just reminded uh, of another device that they have for making Braille, and it's the Slate and Stylus. Yes. So the Slate and Stylus, the difficulty with that is that you have to write in the reverse. That's right. You have to write it pushing, backwards. Yes. You're pushing down a dot. And when I have a student in front of me, I'm so panicked to get it right the first time. Wait, I have not been successful with the stylus yet, but the stylus is very important, especially when you've brailled a whole piece of paper and you don't want to run it through the brailler again because you don't want to crush your dots. Right. So it's important to be able to use the stylus. So. And that's the downside of braille is there is no such thing as whiteout or correction <laughs> well, no, tape. Well, that's not true. No? Actually, Ooh. when... Ooh. Is it because you're dyslexic? <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, well, yeah, it's like you were learning a code, and now you want me to reverse it, and I'm still trying to make sure I spell all my words right. <laughs> no, so, no, that's what I'm saying. No, no, and, and sometimes it's in Spanish. Exactly. <laughs> but she's dyslexic, so yeah, that would be, yeah, yeah this yeah. is not right. It, but, yeah. but it's fun. It's a mm-hmm. fun challenge. Of course. Yeah. I'm not, this is not a bad thing. I'm just being, no. you know, it's a good thing. It's but a very good thing. You're going to talk yeah. about making corrections? Yes. Yeah. So the way you make corrections with Braille is using the Perkin Brailler, you have six dots. Right. So if you 
you realize that you have brailled incorrectly, all you need to do is make sure that the raised dot is there that you need. And the one that you didn't need, you take the word and you have a special tool and you can push the paper back down. So you can make corrections to braille. You You just need to make sure that every single word is there and then you can correct it. Because if you think about it, paper is nothing more than a... Fabric. It's a bunch of fibers. It's a bunch of fibers. That's all it Usually is. Usually yeah. cotton fibers. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Incredible. Exactly. Yes. Fascinating. Great job. Let's take another break. Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen, will be back with a lot more after these messages. Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Wow. You know, uh, Dr. D was just mentioning a study about art. Uh, can you say that again? Oh, yeah. About the, the there was picture? A, there was a, a study done, and they had uh, a test group A and test group B. A painting was placed in each of the rooms for those groups, and test group A's painting was was right side up, and they were told to paint that picture. To, to duplicate it. To duplicate it. Test group B was given the exact same picture, except that it was turned upside down. So it wasn't really recognizable as anything other than abstract art. When they were finished, test group B's pictures looked more closely duplicated to the painting than test group A. Because test group A was using the right side of the brain, I believe it is. Yes. And test group B was using the left side of the brain. Right. The left side of the brain kicked in. The reason why this is so fascinating to me is I know when I was trying to learn to do um, run track and do the, um, I ran the hurdles. Uh, and I ran a lot of different things. I know that our coach used to sometimes have us do very odd things as we trained. And I know that he was trying to break us out of the box of thinking that we couldn't do something by getting us to do something else. Mm-hmm. It made us, it then gave us a s- different skill sets. And so I know in sports, they do cross training and so forth all the time, but I never thought about it that it was actually engaging a different part of the brain. I was thinking about the muscles, mm-hmm. but I never thought that it was probably cross training is probably <coughs> engaging different parts of our brain as well. Yeah. I bought a puzzle book once, and one of the puzzles that you go into, it said, okay, I want you to tell me what the pattern is. And I'm a, I'm a guy that loves patterns. Mm. And uh, uh, basically, it was, uh, for example, it was uh, one, two, four, five, seven, eight, and one. And what's the pattern? Well, it's, it's not mathematical. That was what was interesting. And I was trying to do the math at first, and then all of a sudden, it just dawned on me. Oh, First, third, fifth, seventh, and ninth uh, characters are all straight line numbers, and uh, two, four, six, eight, and ten; those are all uh, those positions are yes. all they have curves. Interesting. All right. So I go on to the next exercise, uh, and it was uh, okay. Find oh, the pattern in this. Yeah. And they yes. did it with letters. Yeah. And yeah. and they did uh, like uh, B so it's and art. X and uh, U and Z and so on and so forth. And what I had done as I went from exercise one to exercise two, I said, okay, I solved exercise one. I threw out the solution. It's exactly the same answer for exercise two as one. The, uh, it, was, it was the difference between curved and straight letters mm-hmm. or straight line letters. Yes, yes. You know, so that's another way that 
uh, again, it's trying to get you not just to think differently, use different parts of the brain, mm -hmm. but also don't throw it necessarily automatically throw out mm -hmm. right. what you've learned. Right. You know, because right. it could apply in some right. way. So oh, I, I thought that I was I love the teachers <coughs> that, that give you those test papers that the first question says, read the entire paper. And then if you read the entire paper, the last thing on the paper says, if you've read the entire paper, sign your name and hand it in. <laughs> you don't have to take the test if you followed the directions. Yeah. Did you ever get those? I never got that, I but that's fascinating. I had teachers that tried to teach yeah. us the importance of following directions, and especially when you're taking some of these very different college entrance exams and, and all the different uh, tests, you really have to read the directions. I mean, normally in life, like, uh, for example, you get a can of paint and you start painting your walls, and then the first coat dries and you realize, oh my God, I need another I coat. <laughs> you grab the can and you read the directions <laughs> to <laughs> coat ply. Very frequently, we don't follow directions until we've had a mistake happen. But uh, yeah, no. I'm curious uh, with Lisa, what was the learning process for you in becoming an esthetician? What was the process that, I mean, obviously you liked it from the get-go, right? Yeah, growing up suffering with, with acne, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so um, I just went to cosmetology school in L.A., got my license and then I went and applied with Dr. Murad and got a job with him and but let's say in cosmetology like, school what was the like, process that they used to teach you the importance oh, like of a lot of workbook yeah. I mean it was workbook training like half day from say 8 to 12 and then hands-on treatment the rest day say 1 to 5 of course, we have a little lunch break in there, but how much yeah. was how much of the uh, the teaching or the educating was um, uh, so extremely structured? Okay, you do this, 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 mm -hmm. and other part of it is more you like you you talk about. Uh, let me get let get to know your skin because mm -hmm. everybody's skin is different. So now yeah. you've got to get to know uh, you know there are four people in this room. You got to get to know four different people's skin, mm -hmm. and that's when your creativity and or your intuition in. has to kick in. Yeah, because no one's skin. I mean every. Every treatment I do, it's never the same. So it's always, I always customize a treatment every time. It's always different. <laughs> so it's always fun for me, again, back to the art, being artsy, you mm -hmm. know, figuring out. <laughs> right, right. Create the creative side on what this, you know, um, client's best needs are. And, um, but yeah, so. <laughs> But it came naturally to you for the most part? I think so. <laughs> well, I remember when I was in school, my teacher said, she's like, oh, gosh, you have, she just said you have really nice hands. She goes, I think you're going to go far because just she liked my hands. Yeah. And, was, and so that was a compliment, you know, giving her a treatment. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? <laughs> well, um, it, it's interesting. So the school, not only does it have book learning and it has yeah. hands-on learning, um, when when you decide that that's the school that you want to go to, did you take like a proficiency test or anything? What made you decide that that was definitely the career path that you wanted to go for? Because again, growing up, suffering with, with, with my own issues with skin, ha trying to have nice skin <laughs> and... I was just having acne skin, and I was always trying different products on the market. Nothing 
ever worked on my skin mm-hmm. and I just do and I love doing makeup as you know 12 year old and I just you know mm-hmm. doing makeup and just skin products and I just thought I want to go to school and become an esthetician I want to help others with their skin um, because it's our face you know and I was always self-conscious and having oh. acne issues and scarring and being a picker and not knowing how to take care of my skin I had no idea so mm-hmm. I suffered with it junior high and high school mm-hmm. um, which is very hard years <laughs> And so I just, I want to be in this business. I want to help others with their skin, um, just to be more confident in their skin. And yeah. because it's our face. <laughs> so the aptitude was already, basically, it was already there, primarily yeah. because of the makeup applications and so forth. Yeah. Because in a manner of speaking, that's part of the process it's, as far as what you do as an esthetician. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with the face the and face. all of the all yeah. aspects thereof. Yeah. And it's very hands-on and it's very intimate when you get somebody into a room with you. And I want people to feel very comfortable with me so I don't you know my goal is I don't want somebody to have a reaction and not come back my goal is to help them with their skin and feel more confident in their skin it's the sun as far as kids and tanning beds and all that no no huh yeah Yeah, when you get the worst damage at 18 yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tanning beds, bad, 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 no, no. Uh, bad, and then bad, bad. The kids spray and that stuff on them, really bad, or or not so bad. No, that's not so bad. No, yeah. the spray, well, spray tans are fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a spray tan. They have, a ball. they have the organic ones now. Yeah, spray tan is fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But tanning beds, bad. No, I don't like. I don't like tanning beds. Yeah. No. So they don't uh-huh. even have good beds. There's not bad beds and good beds. All beds, bad beds. I think they're all bad, but that's oh, okay. Well, can't say that. You didn't say that here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's take a break right now. There it's a good time go. to take a break. Okay. We're on SoundCloud now. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Everybody knew that anyway. You could Google it. Okay. This is Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Uh oh. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more after these messages. back and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Yay! Yay! We're back. There are very famous stadiums that have incorporated beautiful works of art. Mm -hmm. For example, the Seattle Mariners, they have a stadium called the Safeco Stadium, and um, it's called Art in the Park. See? And and it's a a huge art project. Mm -hmm. And I was just curious, where are some of the most interesting places where you have placed some of your glass? Oh, here we go. Oh, wow. And Lucia? Um, was that? Was that Anna Lucia? Did you put it? Oh in yeah. There? Well, in, in Santa Barbara's everywhere. I mean, we. Uh, you know, there's, hello. There's a, a lot the, of the Bacar, which is now yeah. the Ritz Carlton. Yeah. yeah, we did a really fun project there, and uh, the fountain. Obviously, we, the fountain. Yeah, hello, uh, still there. Casablanca restaurant. Casablanca. It's a beautiful restaurant. Uh, and all of uh, Jeff Have Shelton's buildings. Have you been to buildings. Casablanca? Yeah. All, every single thing that you yeah. see yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. glass that's all, is yeah. his. That's one of my favorite restaurants. Oh, really? Casablanca. Yeah. I, I like that place. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's all of right. his. Right. And then also um, cool. Monterey, <laughs> Monterey, California, another <laughs> restaurant. Um, Vegas, casinos uh, in Florida. Mm. We're starting to work with the Hard Rock Cafe. It's nice. a chain of uh, restaurants, so oh. I think that's going to be a great oh, that's oh, project. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We, mm-hmm. we've done about three already. 
And right now I'm working on a big project up north. Really fun. Uh, some windows. Nice. But they're mm. three-dimensional, and so all the sunlight is going to come shining through the glass. That's very nice. So um, I'm almost done with that. I was actually finished yesterday, uh, last night, and I was putting it together. Uh-oh. Okay? Uh, we're talking about maybe 100 pieces on one uh, one window. I dropped the whole thing. Oh, my Now, Now you know God. your expression. Oh. It's only glass. It's only glass. Oh, oh, you know what? That's so funny. My friend, my friend was there. Yeah, not and your that's buddy? exactly that's what he said. That's it's, it? You, you always say it's only glass. That's right. No, and I took it really, yeah, yeah. it's only glass. So. That's it. So today I was busy, really busy, nonstop. Yeah. And okay. then once I leave here, then I'll right. go back and that's I'm it. on a deadline. So I'll get it done. Luckily, um, only about 20 pieces broke. So it's See? not too bad. Yeah, but when that happens... Do you see it as a positive that oh, I'm I meant to make something no, I even always better? Say, I yeah. always say you know what, but it's only, only going to be better. It's only glass. And then and then I always say, well, more fun for me. I get to make more. That's it. Like <laughs> only glass. Yeah, that was. That's fun. it. That's awesome. But yeah, I gotta finish that up before I leave. So the art classes are booming and, st- and yeah, serving the Santa Barbara's yeah. booming and genius. Gina's booming. The boys are still blowing glass. Or? Steven is doing really well, yeah. really involved in the business. Nice. And Saul is really busy in, yeah. with his career. And nice. Everything's good. Beautiful. Then, uh, I'll be taking a little break soon. And Where are we going? Go get inspired. Uh, I'm going to Greece. Nice. Yeah. So I'm More inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there I'm going to be working. Glass blowers back in the day. In I'm going to be working you know in uh, Athens. Nice. So I, I contacted this glass blowers and so I'm gonna have a little bit of fun. I'm running away from the glass blowing, but then I'm gonna go. Of course you work. are. It's okay. It's all good. <laughs> it. I gotta be yeah, around the glass. Dominique and I are gonna take a little break as well. We're going back to Canada because we like Canada. Oh yeah. Yep. You're going to the cold. Uh, Vancouver. Yeah. Uh. yeah. We like Vancouver. It's pretty there. So <laughs> yeah. and we love Santa Barbara more, but we can eat, it's always nice to take a little break. But mm-hmm. I always like to end the show by ta- asking Santa Barbara, we just always gotta hold hands because this is the best city in the world to live. But I always yeah. like to reach out and ask Santa Barbara to make somebody happy today. Because when we, we manage those two things, it's it is the greatest yeah. place. All right. I love you, Saul. Oh, thank you. Man, it was so nice to be here. It's That's been it. a while. I missed you guys a lot. That's all right. So come to the studio. Come on. Come in. We, we will be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Santa Barbara Art Glass. That's it. Yeah. Dot yeah. com. <laughs> all right. Lisa, love you. Dominique, love uh, you. See you guys awesome. next week. Love the best. Love the best.